I'm starting a new series where I'm going to walk you through the same process I'm going through to become a father. And I've spent the last few weeks autistically researching which country is the best country to raise children. I'm not going to waste your time. I just want to give you like the best lessons that I've had, which I've put in maybe 10 hours of research, 15 hours of research over one or two weeks. I think the single greatest metric to look for is whether or not you have... Can you hear the ice cream van outside? <clears throat> I think <laughs> the ice cream man's literally fucking noise on. I might go get a Mr. Withy. <laughs> yeah, I think the single greatest metric to look for when you're deciding which country to raise your, your child is whether or not you have full control in homeschooling them. I am totally convinced that right now, let me just explain my mindset with this, right? I am totally convinced the single greatest metric, like the, the single greatest thing that you can do is homeschool your children. I think this is as important as any other metric you could possibly think of, including to the point, which I'm going to get extreme, including to their physical safety. I genuinely think you know how parents are concerned about children's safety. They don't want to live somewhere dangerous. I genuinely think that there's an argument to live somewhere dangerous if you can fully homeschool your child compared to living somewhere that's not dangerous and you have to send them to a, a school. Now, first of all, straight away, your mind's thinking of some bullshit arguments as if I've not thought of these for you already, right? The main argument that everyone seems to have, and it's literally just this one quite stupid argument that, oh, it's like the social life. Oh, you know, if you homeschool your children, then their social life won't be good. So I won't do that, right? Are you telling me that through the years of, of homeschooling your children that you couldn't make them go through one book and them going through one book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, will literally give them a top 1% social skills of anyone their age. And then you go and sign them up to piano lessons, to MMA clubs, to jujitsu, uh, to football. And guess what, bro? Your homeschool child that everyone thinks is going to have bad social skills. Bro, my, my children are going to be the captain of every football team or every sport team that they want to go to. My, my, my children are going to hold better eye contact than us and they're going to be better listeners than us. I, I think the one argument that, that I've seen which seems good, which is a stupid argument, is, oh, no, no, I wouldn't homeschool my children because it's social skills, right? Most of the children in schools are morons. Genuinely, most of the children who go to... Do you remember the morons we grew up next to in, in, in school, bro? Like, people don't realize this, right? I have a very rare opportunity right now, and, and it's rare for you now that you're listening to this, right? I have a rare opportunity to be able to speak to young men who are based every single day. I get close to young guys. Obviously, over, like, the internet, we speak. And there's 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds speaking to me, and, and they're based, right? They're on self-improvements, right? So these aren't, like, stupid, like, most people, Right? So I'm telling you right now what, what the reality is of sending your kid to a normal school because you think they're going to have a good social life. They're going to be ostracized. They're going to be pushed out. They're going to be seen, like, seen as weird. You're not going to give your kid a fucking smartphone, are you? You're not going to let your kid on TikTok, are you? You're not going to let your kid get into drinking and drugs at age 14. Well, then they're going to be feeling left out then. You're going to get your kid doing good stuff, aren't you? Just, just say yes or no. You're going to get your child on self-improvement, right? They're going to be picked on because of this. Because they're not going to fit in. I'm telling you right now, this is what I'm seeing from, from kids who are 13, 14, 15. They don't fit in. And so this idea of like, oh, but they'll, you know, the, the, the social life that they'll get in school. The social life you get in school is fucking shit. You remember what it was like. And that was for us who we were still reasonably normal back then. 
If you imagine if we suddenly just, you know, we knocked off 10 years or five years from our age and we were suddenly in school doing the things that we do, watching videos like this when all of your friends are watching, like Britain's Got Talent or Netflix and they're watching movies and we say like, oh no, no, I've not watched movies in like six months because it's a waste of time and I'd rather be productive. Your kids aren't going to fit in because they're next to normal people. Then you might think, okay, well, that's just like public schools. What about private schools? Like I've heard private schools are good. I'm telling you right now, private schools are no better than public schools. Private school, if you just didn't know, it's when there's like rich schools, which the government doesn't send children to. And so the parents have to pay like 10, 20, 30,000 a month, uh, 30,000 a year, sorry, like $30,000 or 30,000 pounds, just so they can get into this like school that's got a bit of a reputation for it to be like, you know, a smarter one. And it's got like some famous guy who's went there. I'm telling you right now, I want you to imagine, right? Just imagine, right? We're in some preppy, preppy, um, private school right we're all wearing these proper cute uniforms and everyone's parents are rich here right imagine your child in that situation everyone in their class is still a degenerate everyone in their class still watches movies still plays video games still take drugs bro people in private school are, i i promise you children in primary in, in private school are still sucking and fucking so don't think that just because you've paid for the school that suddenly you're going to save your child from degeneracy. Children in private schools are still sucking and fucking before they're even 16 years old. So don't think that they're safe from this. So public schools are out. Mostly, okay? You might think, oh, but the social life, we've, we've counted that. The issue with, with schools in general is that that is a time where for six to eight hours a day, your child is getting indoctrinated into values that are not your own. They're getting indoctrinated into the, the same values that most of the people of your country have. Now, if you are like 99% of the people in your country, close this video and just go enjoy the school and go send your child there. It, I think that's child abuse. I'm gonna be the first person who's ever fucking said this. I think it's child abuse to send your child to school. I genuinely think it's child abuse and I genuinely think you should not have children if you expect to send them to a normal school or even to a private school. First of all, are you getting a bit more convinced of my argument here? That the so at least the social life thing of homeschooling is bullshit. You get your child to, to go through one book of how to, <laughs> how to win friends and influence people. You practice it with them because you've read this book. And literally after three hours, they're going to have a better social life than the kids who have been in school. But, and then you might say, oh, but you know, it's quantity again. Like the next, the kids every single day, bro, being in a normal school doesn't just get you like a fast cut to, to a good social life. People like, like most of the people, most of the kids in school are struggling with their social lives. They, they all struggle with loneliness anyway. So sure, they're next door, the kids, but one, all the other kids are brain dead. Two, all the other kids' parents are brain dead. Three, the teacher's brain dead. And four, it's like, sure, you might make some friends in the first few day, days of the, the new year, but after that, children really do feel like this level of restriction from being able to speak more and make more friends after that. So most people only ever make up really just a couple of good friends. And usually when you think back to the friends that you made in high school, are you, are you really classing that as like real friends? So what if you homeschooled your children and in terms of your, their social life, you taught them great social skills, you took them to all of these sports clubs their age, scouts and everything. I guarantee that your children would be miles ahead socially of everyone. They'd be able to talk to the, the parents, the, the adults and also the children. Your children would be literally the team captains of every sport they wanted to play in. They'd be the ones who are holding eye contact with every adult that they speak to. They'd be the ones having full conversations, like mature, intelligent conversations. So the social life argument against homeschooling is completely out, right? 
then then what's wrong with it? Because once you once we've destroyed that argument that the social life of homeschooling is not good, our children who get homeschooled are going to be better at social skills and have more friends and have quality friends than some like public school peasants and some private school plebs. Then why wouldn't you homeschool? Because this is my understanding. There are two main influences that will fuck your child. There are two main influences that will lead your child to degeneracy and to living a modern life. Can you think of what they are? Media. School. We take this one out. We're going to homeschool them. They're going to get our values. And I'll explain how to do this. And of course, I'm going to go through this over the next months and years. And you'll, you'll literally see me when I have my child. Like I don't have a, no woman's pregnant or anything. But like when I have a child a few years from now, you'll literally see me like go through the process of homeschooling my child. And of course, I'll, I'll upload like the lessons. If I'm if YouTube's still a thing and I've not been canceled by then, then you can like follow me on the journey. And you'll you'll realize that genuinely homeschooling is the greatest gift that you could give to your child. And I'll explain even a little bit in this in this video as well, just in a little bit of how I think we'll go about homeschooling. But the other influence that we have to control is media. The news, movies, social media, Hollywood, like TV shows and, and these things. The thing is, if you're watching this video, you probably have known that you were gonna control this one, right? You knew that your child wouldn't be on TikTok, didn't you? You knew that you probably wouldn't be watching degenerate movies, like sex movies or some shit. Like in movies, I've got sex scenes in them with your kid, right? You probably would have thought, you know what? I probably wouldn't want my child to listen to like degenerate rap music. Like degenerate music of these fucking disgusting women talking about um, like casual sex and drugs and stuff, right? So you were going to control this one anyway. If you just control this one, your child would... No, no. You know what? I was going to say, if you just control the media, your child will be better off than most people. No, they won't. They'll still be fucked. You know why? Because you will you will be that weird parent who doesn't let their kid, you know, go onto uh, social media, listen to these songs. And guess what? If they still go to school, their mind will be fucked. Because I want you to really, really have some empathy here and imagine your child right now. And imagine you have actually been a sick parent. Imagine you have been actually like an impressive parent and and you've like, you know, kept your household safe. And, and you've, you know, you've, you've kept this boundary away from modern degeneracy and shit modern, like weak values, right? So there's no degenerate music in, in your house that's talking about hurting people, that's talking about like like fucking and like some female rapper talking about sucking a drug dealer's dick for like a little bit of weed or something, right? So you've, t you've taken th this bullshit influence out of your child's mind, right? But if they still go to school and they're next to high status, attractive teens that, you know, they slightly look up to and that high status teen over there talks about this TV show that your kid doesn't watch, your child's gonna feel like shit. Your child's gonna need to fit in. And so the social life that I've seen that people think that like, oh, but that's the reason why you should go to school. This is the social life that they're trying to defend. And mark my words, when they get to 14, 15, 16 and birthday parties start involving alcohol and you want your child to fit in, that's why you sent them to school for the social life. 
and they start seeing a few people like kiss at birthday parties and then they start seeing them go into locked rooms and your daughter just wants to fit in and so she loses her virginity at age 14 Because you were one of these people who thinks that, oh, well, the, the, the social life, oh, well, you know, she's got to have friends with other... Like, shut the fuck up. That's disgusting. So no, no media, no school. You'll homeschool your children. I've realized this is the single greatest metric that I, like, at least is for me, right? You, you could, like, you can be different to me. You could want your daughter to lose her virginity at age 14. I'd slap you in the face if you were a friend or, or related to me, if that was your values. But you're, you're free to do what you want if, if I don't know you, right? But the chances are you don't actually want your daughter to be a g degenerate. So you're going to control these two things, right? Like, can you see another way out of this? You can't, right? You, so we need to control both of these two things, media and school. And so now you actually kind of agree that school's bullshit, that media's bullshit, but, you know, homeschooling might be a bit weird. Like, how do we do it, right? So now let's discuss that. So I think it's the single most important metric because it saves from these two problems of media and school. The way that we'd homeschool is that we're already on self-improvement. We're already learning these valuable life lessons. And honestly, I know some people will argue with this, but bro, most teachers aren't actually that good. When you've read 10 books, honestly, you're pro like if you've, it comes back, back to this book, bro. If you've read this book, you're better than 99% of teachers in the world. It's as simple as that. If you've read this book, you're better than 99% of the teachers in the entire world. Public school, private school, doesn't matter. So if you read this book and then you, you, le you learn basic maths, two plus two equals four, you are a better teacher than 99% of teachers in the world. Most teachers are, bro, most teachers are al alcoholics, honestly. Honestly, bro, most teachers are alcoholics. If you've ever dated a teacher, or if you've ever like been around their house to play cards and play chess there, or if you've ever dated a teacher's daughter, you'll realize that a lot of, like, it's actually scarily common how many teachers are actually drunks. The way that I'd see it, we're developing ourselves to be good men, to be strong men. We're, we're leveling up amazing social skills. We'll homeschool our children like we were always supposed to do because I want you to think right now, how old is school? The concept of school? Because you know, it's only a few hundred years old. You know, for most of human history, schools as they are right now have, have not been a thing. You know how a child actually develops into like an adult? Have you, do you know what the process used to be for most of our lives? Mentor, mentee. Master apprentice. See, there wasn't like th th this industrial revolution school that's been around for 200 years. It's a new concept that's now, it, it was an experimentation and it, it, it's been a failure. The conclusion of this experiment of school is that it's a big, big failure and, and we all know this. The conclude like it wasn't even an experiment. The way that humans always developed was that you learned from the elder. It was as simple as that. You learned from the elder 500 years ago, a thousand years ago, a boy would be born and he'd be looked after for the first few years and everything. And as soon as he was old enough to start, you know, being productive and, and to start working at age nine, ten, right? He would just go and spend all day with his father, who was the blacksmith. And his father would say, pass me that tool over there. See, this is this is this tool. This is a hammer. And so this is what we do. Do you want to try it? Son? And of course, you like, you know, some people have the perception like, oh, it was really abusive back then. People used to beat their children. It's like, bro, they were still their children. Okay. So, th of course, there's, there's abusive people everywhere. But this is how humans learn. 
You would go to where your father worked and you would learn what he was doing. And, and little girls would stay with their mothers and learn what she was doing. This actually developed people to a really high skilled level. And it saved them thousands of hours of the bullshit that we spend in school. My perception is that you, you keep developing yourself. You become a good teacher yourself. You become like a good coach. You become good at social skills and you know, you level up into certain areas where you've done quite well. Like for example, making money, fitness, and these are things that you'll pass on to your child. And so you could teach your child basic maths and English and everything, right? Now, the beautiful thing of the stage that we're in in life, that, you know, we're, we're in this like sort of younger person's self-improvement stage where we're trying to make money and everything. Maybe this should be the, your greatest motivation to make money. When you have your child and it's time to homeschool them, you get one, two, three tutors. These really good level tutors come in. You personally vet them. You literally, like, you know, any tutor you interview with your wife, you sit them down, you ask them about their views and values, if it leans towards weakness, they're out. If it leans towards degeneracy, they're out. If you look at their Instagram page and it's them being degenerates, then they're out. You ask them, like, you know, when they come in for, like, to, do, to do a session with your child, you ask them, like, oh, hey, like, you know, what if, well, so how was your weekend? And if the dumbass says like, oh yeah, you know, just went on the piss like, obviously you've got the wrong person. But you, you, you qualify some good tutors who are private, who are usually way better than teachers. And it's one-to-one. -one. Suddenly your child is getting a one-to-one -one feedback instead of a one-to-ten, one-to-twenty, one-to-thirty in a classroom. And then guess what? If, you'd, if you're not having children just yet, right? You haven't got a woman pregnant just yet. Guess what? I think by the time that we have children and they're ready to start really learning at age two, three, four, five, right? I genuinely think there's going to be AI tutors, which that's a whole argument in itself, but like just, just I'm going to give you my perception of what the world's going to be like. I genuinely think artificial intelligence tutors will be one of the best inventions ever. And, and people say there's risk. What if the government controlled them? And what if the government like, you know, hijacked this artificial intelligence and it starts to spew like propaganda into your child's mind? Well, okay, there's a chance for that. Or there's a 100% guarantee that this is already happening, happening with human teachers anyway. So I'd rather have the chance where something good can come and maybe there's some like decentralized AI or something, you know, something like that that we can use, which can teach your child a bunch of things really efficiently. Now, this is on my bias, knowing that I am a pretty good teacher, knowing that I am good at telling stories and emphasizing and stuff. So maybe you've got a completely different personality style to me and you couldn't even imagine teaching anything to anyone. But if you've been able to, for example, help a friend on self-improvement, if you've been able to explain some concepts, maybe you've got your own YouTube channel, you're probably like pretty decent at talking. If you read one book, how to win friends, it's like this video and every fucking self-improvement video literally boils down to just read how to win friends and influence people. It's all you've got to do is just read this book and just keep trying to implement it every day for the rest of your life and you'll be successful. You can't not make 100k or even a million a year if you just keep mastering this book it's, it's life is as simple as that honestly but you get my point right that this is what i think would be the single greatest gift that you could give to your child is not sending them to school and you homeschooling them and the reason why i'm going on this massive tangent for homeschooling i actually started to look into this i'm 100 convinced no one has even be, been able to slightly change my mind on this even though i'm asking people to disagree with me every criticism to this idea of homeschooling has so far been invalid it's all been this bullshit of like oh you know like just social skills it's like that's a stupid argument my children are going to be more social than than all the kids who are going to school 
and then never mind even the bullying never mind like the social pressure the conformity to to act like every other ch like kid right the reason why i'm bringing this up with so much detail is because i've actually looked online and i've done a decent amount of research on this there's not actually that many countries that even let you homeschool your children properly did you know there's only like literally a list of like five countries i'm gonna tell you them right now right because homeschooling is legal in a lot of countries but you know what's very interesting i bet you didn't know this because i didn't either that homeschooling is legal in lots of countries but in most countries apart from like five you literally have to make your child go through the exact same curriculum and your child also has to take the same tests and exams. So it's just pointless. It's like, okay, they're just doing the lessons at home, but they still got to do the same tests, which are abusive to make your child like, like uh, memorize and study and revise for this one particular day where they're just remembering a bunch of junk and then they've done the test and then they forget everything and move on to the next. It's just unproductive. And, and to make them go through the same curriculum, which is inefficient. It's like, bro, I'm, I'm going to make a curriculum for our children, which is, literally a hundred times more efficient and effective, right? Our children, like, you know, the, let me, let me not go on a tangent. Let me just explain to you, right? Most countries are after, apart from about five have very heavy restrictions on homeschooling, but there are about five countries which actually give you total freedom to like, to homeschool your children, how you want. And this can be tricky because if you're stupid, I'm sorry, but like, if you are stupid, then this is a bad thing because you probably would have needed those regulations. This, I am assuming you're kind of like me in which I sound like an asshole, but you're, you're at the top echelons of society in terms of like intelligence and, and knowledge and stuff, right? I sound like a fucking asshole. I sound like, you know, this horrible person who thinks he's better than everyone, but like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm probably not better than everyone, right? I'm sure there's there's a handful of people out there. Like there's a lot, no, no, honestly, there's there's a lot of people who are way, way more successful than me, way more intelligent. But like, quite frankly, like I, I certainly am very educated. I certainly am very knowledgeable because I just, I just autistically research everything. Like, look, I, 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 I literally just read for four or five hours a day. Do you know what I mean? I'm 25 years old and I've not stopped learning for the last few years and I've become quite successful because of that, right? The countries where you can actually homeschool your kids and a very quick disclaimer again let me just make say this again this is based on like you actually being a capable man for this right just because if, if you're like a dumbass or something if you're not even intelligent if you're not smart if you're not successful it's like maybe your children should just go to a, a normal public school teacher who's who's an alcoholic because maybe if they're if that alcoholic public school teacher who's probably traumatized from childhood and stuff if 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 they're smarter than you, then they, they should probably go there. But if you're like, okay, I'm just taking the piss. Like, I'm obviously smarter than some stupid, like, public teacher. Then this is what you need to know. It's so interesting, right? There's a handful of, of countries. England. This is the first one we're going to talk about, right? England. Not UK. This is so interesting. It's not the UK. England specifically. So England. So if you imagine the UK right now, so here's like the big thing here is like that. Like here's Ireland. Here's like the big part of UK. UK comprises of like Scotland, Northern Ireland, England, Wales, right? And the, is there anywhere else? No, I think that's it, right? Scotland actually has quite strict restrictions. It's it's the whole thing of like you have to follow the same curriculum. They have to take the tests and stuff, which is honestly upsetting for me. When I saw that, I was like, oh man, that's shit. Because I actually really like Scotland. There's a part of Scotland that I really like. England, very surprisingly, England has the 
best homeschooling laws that I've seen so far. They have no restrictions. Their criteria are on the official government website. It's simply, you know, other, other countries' criteria was like, it's got to be this, it's got to be this. Uh, they've got to take these assessments. You've got to call in and get permission from this. You've got to make them go through this curriculum where they study this subject and this subject. England's was literally just, you have to make sure that the, the education you're giving your child is suitable for their age. That was it. So England has a very free homeschooling law, which for some families out there is probably a bad thing because you know some families are like pretty weird and they're not educating their children properly. But this is good for us because we don't we didn't want this like pre pre-designed curriculum that we know is inefficient. If you're like a genuinely like a high tier learner, if you're learning from AI, if you're learning from some good books right now, I guarantee you could take your, your kid through the whole primary school and high school experience and condense that down to like four years instead of like, what? what is it, uh, 10? Right, so England has one of the best ones. Then there was a few other ones which I've looked into as well. So it was pretty much all of the US has actually the same as England. But this is why most people think homeschooling is absolutely fine because most people, you know, like there's a US bias in the internet. And in the US, in most states, I believe in um, in even all of them, I, I think that's what uh, I saw online. Um, it has pretty much the same laws as the England laws, which is okay, you've just got to make sure it's suitable and that's about it. There's no extra restrictions there because people in the US are, are quite, um, I heard even recently a lot of it's to do with like the COVID lockdown. So a lot of people have been fighting for this. Then there was Canada, New Zealand, Australia, and then there's a few other random ones, which I didn't really consider like Singapore because the English uh, barriers like too different for me, right? So there's these countries. A lot of them are like the, the woke West left-wing countries australia and canada and stuff so it, it pretty much ended up be and there was south island as well so in my perception us is out because it's not going to collapse it's not going to you know like just suddenly get destroyed or anything but the us is just going to go worse and worse and worse and worse every year i think the uk is as well but it is going to be a lot less dramatic than than the us so US seemed out for me because it's just, I don't see a bit like a better reason to go there. Canada as well seemed out for me because it's, it, it, there's, there's benefits and negatives to, for me to immigrate to Canada, US, New Zealand. Do you know what I mean? There's like, there's a good reason I could go there because it's got this, but then also it's like, doesn't have this thing in the UK. So if this, this is right now just addressing, if there's anyone who doesn't live in these countries, you might want to consider like, if, if you agree with me that being able to homeschool your children would be the most important metric, then you might want to consider coming into the, any of these. If you're already in any of these countries, I wouldn't get into the whole grass is greener mindset and start thinking like, oh wait, England is as well. I'm going to go look in England. Because the thing is, what I'm, what I've actually realized is like this, this seems crazy, right? Let, let, I'm thinking about England, right? Let's say if the UK goes fully, fully to war with Russia and China and whatever could happen, right? Some, some huge chaotic World War Three thing, right? I genuinely think your children being in a country that's an active participant of World War Three, your children would still be better in that country if you were homeschooling them than if your children were in a safe country where they were being sent to public school. Because there is a 100% chance that they get influenced by like a public school's narrative, a government, a teachers and the other kids around them. Whereas let's say that you are in the country, like this is my plan, right? The countryside of England. And like, let's say worst, 10 out of 10, World War Three level, there's a bomb dropped on somewhere in the UK. 
it's probably not going to be dropped in the countryside in some random place. Like, you know, because think about it, you don't need to live in a city anymore. If you're not going to send your kids to school, you'd probably most like, you'd probably end up moving a little bit further away, right? You, you probably make money online or you expect to in the next few years. And so we'd probably end up moving to the kind of place that we should be living in as humans, which is not cities, not even towns. It's in villages. It's in countryside. It's around nature. That's how we're supposed to live. The, you know, the, the idealize, the ideal, what's the word? Idealism of cities, that that's the, oh man, I just want to move to London. I just want to move to Dubai. It's it's based on you know, on working there. It's based on this like materialistic like tendency of like, yeah, that's the place where, you know, there's so many young successful people. When you're genuinely raising your children and you don't even need to send them to school and you work online, so you make money online, you don't need to be in those like populated, congested, often higher crime places, which are more expensive. You'd go and just be closer to nature and, and you can get like a house that's three times as big and you can now afford like even a better car. You can afford two dogs and everything. You can have a nicer life there. Obviously, this video is literally just me putting all of my biases onto you. So you might disagree with this and be like, I don't know, like city is still the place because of this and because of this. But I just want to give you my perception of things. Those are the main countries that you can homeschool with total freedom. England, US, New Zealand, Canada, Australia, and South Island. And I think if you're in one of these, do your own research just to make sure it's all legit and everything. Don't just base it on what I'm saying here. But if you're in one of these, you can then decide if there's, if it's so much better for you to go to a different one, you know, because there's this exact thing that you really want, fine. But as soon as I saw England on the list, I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm, I'm gonna stay here, which sounds so crazy because of this thing of like, oh, you know, the West is falling, so, you know, all the, all the fucking little Andrew Tate knocks, like including myself for a while, have been saying this for a while, you know, oh, I, like, oh, the West is falling. The truth is like, yeah, sure, it's going through this, like the cycle of, of uh, the economic cycle that all countries do go through. It's the hard times create strong men paradigm. Of course, it's going through the hard times, but guess what? This is what no one has on online has said so far, right? Everyone's talking about how great UAE is and I've, I've went there, right? I have a UAE residency, right? I've moved to, to Dubai. I have like a full-on residency ID there, right? Guess what? Guess, no, 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 guess what, guess what? This is what no one is saying online. This is what Andrew Tate's never said. This is what all the guys he's friends with have never said. This is what no one in this niche of like, oh yeah, you know, red pill, like, oh yeah, the West is falling. The none of them, like, I don't know if they, they actually are aware of this or not, but none of them are aware. None of them are talking about this. It's not where a country is right now. It's where it's going in the long term, right? You want to be successful. You want one tip to get you successful. Think long term. Simple as that, right? Think long term. You have to project forward and see where a country is going forward. And it's all based on values. What are the values that are currently being passed down from parent to child? And for a long time in the West, it's been degenerate. It's been weak. 100% I agree with that. But guess what? The UK is struggling right now. The cost of living crisis, the Ukraine war, the oil prices, right? What are parents saying to their children right now in this country? No, honey. No, we can't afford that just yet. Maybe next year. Oh, daddy's at his second job right now. He's working hard. Now, son, you know, you're 16 and I hate to pressure you, but we, we do need some money. Would you like, you know, you, we, you should probably get a job. You should work hard. No, son, you, you stay in education and, and no, you're not going to that party. You work hard. Hard times create strong men and the strong men, like the strong values are being developed here in the West for the first time in a while. And guess what? This is what no one is saying online. And I feel like I'm the only person who's really seeing this. And this is coming firsthand from someone who literally just, I picked up everything and moved to Dubai. Guess what values are being passed on there from parent to child? Of course, honey. 
Of course you can have it. It's only $7,000. You can have it right now. Come on, time for the boat party. Hedonism, materialism, degeneracy. There's a lot more degeneracy in the UAE, even though it's a nice Muslim country. There's a lot more degeneracy than you think there is. There's a lot more. So everyone online has got this paradigm right now. Tate went famous saying this stuff like, yeah, the West is falling and stuff. And, you know, we've got to move to these Muslim countries. Bro, go online right now. Look at the go and look at the news of any of these Muslim countries that are getting all the hype, bro. And go and see what the news is like on, in those countries. Go and see what the latest like like shift is there. It's women taking off the hijab. It's feminism infiltrating those countries. Their values are getting weaker because they've had the good times. Easy times create weak men. That's what's happening. There is an uprising right now and there is weakness spreading in these countries that have been doing well. They've had their easy times. Everyone's been, been talking about Dubai. It's like, oh, I can't wait to go to Dubai, 0% tax. And this was me, right? Everyone's been talking about it. Guess what that means? It's a bubble. It's a bubble. And also, guess what it means when everyone's been talking about it of all these people you, you watch online? They're all fucking degenerates. So they're all like all of these guys, every single one of these guys who's saying like, oh, the West is full of degeneracy. They're all degenerates. And so they moved to Dubai, bringing their degeneracy with them. And now every single one of these rich, sophisticated red pill guys, they're ordering whores over there. They're literally messaging girls, telling them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll pay for you because I'm a horror. I'm paying for pussy. They're paying for the flights. They're paying for the hotels. And they're bringing like these little degenerate women to sleep with them in a Muslim country because it's weak now. It's getting weaker. It's getting weaker and weaker and the degeneracy is spreading over there and their values are getting worse because guess what? You know, this, this rich country of the UAE, they don't need to work as hard. They've built up the wealth. They can get complacent now and they're slowing down. People who have reached to a really good level of wealth. This is time and time again and every little wealthy like little entrepreneur on YouTube is going to disagree. But when people get to a state of wealth, they get complacent they spend time on things that aren't as productive because they don't need to they've got the money and whilst they're just spending time you know just like you know has the wine glass like oh yes doing this bullshit there's another guy out there who's working hard as fuck right now so right now you might have this, have this perception because all the countries that i've listed are actually western countries and and certainly I probably wouldn't go to like australia or us or something but i think england is that's my bias because i'm from here or something right but I'm telling you right now, don't be fooled with this idea of like, oh, but the, you know, the West is, is, is falling because now I'm looking at it critically. Like straight away, everyone accepted this paradigm. Like, yep, West is falling. Muslim countries are good. Let's all go there without actually critiquing and thinking, wait, wait, we need to look 10 years in the future. We need to even look five years in the future. What are the values that are currently starting to be passed on in each country? In the UK, I promise you right now, it's starting. There's still a lot of degeneracy, of course there is. There's still like, you know, the, a lot of the, how it has been over the last five, 10 years, but it's actually getting a lot better here. The men are actually having to get stronger. People are actually genuinely starting to work harder because they need to, because there's like, everyone's got financial problems in the UK these days, right? The cost of living crisis and stuff. And so they're working harder, they're saving money. They're, they're, they're literally delaying gratification. That's amazing. That's great to see. And also, specifically about degeneracy and casual sex. You've probably heard those figures recently. 30% of people aren't having sex in, in the West. Over 50-something percent of women in the West don't even identify as feminists anymore. It's like literally more and more women are actually becoming based in the West and actually like, like um, disregarding feminism, which is awesome to see. And guess what? That's not, that's not what's happening in like Eastern 
mid the, the Middle East. Literally in the Middle East, like there's this protests of women taking off all the, the religious clothing. There's new movements to add like equal rights all over there. They're going down the exact same path that the West was on just 20 years later. So sure, you can fly over to Dubai right now, set up your country, your company, 0% tax and rinse it out for like two years to you know build up some wealth. If you need to do that, I think you actually should. I think that's actually still a good, good idea, but you shouldn't expect to stay there long term. And it's also, it's genuinely just not really that nice of a place to live. Like, like UAE is a country and Dubai is a city, by the way. A lot of people don't know this. Dubai is a city. Abu Dhabi is a city inside of the UAE. But inside of the UAE, like you're, you're pretty much going to live in either of these two cities. Most likely it's going to be Dubai. It's a fucking city. It's literally a city that's congested. It's got dirty air pollution that literally makes people sick. So I want you to think right now of what life would be like if you were raising your children, let's say somewhere in the West. Let's say I'm going to use my bias okay, in England compared to Dubai. First of all, in England, this countryside in Dubai, it's literally just cities and like deserts, right? So you're going to live in the city. But I want you to think right now, and also in Dubai, by the way, it's not even legal to homeschool your children. You can probably find a, a way around that when you've got money in those places, you can do generally what you want. But like, you want to raise your children there next to kids who whose parents buy them everything. You want to raise your children there next to the kids who are rich who are instant gratification orientated now you might be like that right you might be watching this thinking no no, no like I, that, that kind of place is awesome right i think making money is nice i think making money is awesome i think it's important but there was a point when i was thinking recently you know, I was thinking about like the West and the UK and I was thinking, oh, but, you know, like I wouldn't be here because these people here don't have my values of like strength and traditionalism and conservative and, you know, like like hard, strong values of, of you know, like patriarchy, the type of shit that would get you like somewhat cancelled here, right? These people it, like in the West don't really have that, right? And I said, yeah, like, you know, people with my values, they go to places like Dubai and then I just stopped and I was like, hang on a minute, what? <laughs> I wear a smelly bathrobe for my videos. I don't spend money on bullshit, bro. I, it's like if I get a little stain on my jumper, it doesn't even bother me. I wear this. I'll wear the same thing like for a few days. I don't care, bro. And then I just started to see like these preppy, clean shirt motherfuckers, like you know, the kind of guys who who they're dirty inside of their mind and their soul, but they've got like clean shirts instead. And I'm just seeing all of them there. And I'm like, wait, I am nothing like them. They don't jump over puddles. They don't climb over trees. I brought. I'll, I'll go for a run and I'll just make noises. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I belong in the fucking wild and in like in the forest and in, in the woods, right? All I need is like ten children, nice, like big home, but not because of like you know wealth or whatever. Just because you know, it'd be nice if they didn't have to share rooms or something, right? Couple of big fucking dogs I can go run with and I can wrestle my dogs and stuff. Beautiful wife who's still fertile so we can still keep having more children and she wants to have children as well. That's the kind of life that I've wanted to live and I just realized I wouldn't fit in in these like new predominant, like you know, these prosperous countries right now. They're a lot closer to the burst of the bubble than you think they are. I apologize if this video is, is all over the place but this has been my thinking over the last few weeks is the single most important metric is being able to homeschool your child. There's been no one who's been able, I'm open to it, but there's been no one who's been able to convince me otherwise for that. 
because if you can homeschool them, like again, with my bias of like, I know for a fact I'm a pretty good teacher. I've, I've taught 2 million people now. I think that's the most important th takeaway for you right now is where can you homeschool your children in the way that you want to? And that should probably be the country that you decide to raise your children in. Because I, you know, I, I ended up journaling, because literally, this is weird for me, right? I literally moved to Dubai. I've got the, like the residency and everything. And I came back and it's been weird. Because like, if I stayed there, you don't even realize, bro, if I stayed there, I would have saved over 200,000 pounds this year. 200K I would have saved by living there. So I've, I've essentially, like, cause I have to pay tax in the UK now that I've moved back, right? So I have to pay like hundreds of thousands because I'm back in the UK and my income's very, my profit is very fucking high in my business, right? I'm making a lot of money and in the UK you get taxed quite a lot, right? And so if I'm telling you right now that this is a decision that I've made where I'm going to lose hundreds of thousands of pounds because I'm here in the UK, but that I still think it's the right choice. I think you should just try and like take this seriously. Like, you know, if you respect me, if you've always kind of like found value from my lessons, it's I just want to give you like a, some of my thoughts and maybe that's going to help you with your decision. Because honestly, bro, this is, this is the most important decision of our lives is how we're going to raise our children with, with what woman and how and where. And England is, is where I think I'm going to go bullish, honestly. Specifically England, remember, it can't be just like UK because Scotland's different and everything, right? I think England is where I'm going to go bullish. Potentially, I can consider like Canada. Potentially, I can consider South Ireland. And there's, like I said before, there's like the grass is greener. Like of all these countries that have like the homeschool laws that I want, there's reasons to go there. Ireland has like a little bit better tax. So you could go there and maybe save some money. But then it's it's also got like a, a huge drinking culture, way, way more than, than England does. England is a lot more familiar for me. South Ireland, you need to like get all the visas and stuff. And it's the same. Like I, I could emigrate to Canada and get the permit like a permanent permanent residency there because I'm a high earner I could invest in their country and set up a business there and they'd essentially like let me in that I can sponsor a wife to come over and everything but I think it's I'm gonna go bullish on England and certainly these countries still have a lot of problems but I am totally convinced up until this moment of Sunday the 9th of April that whatever problems a country's going through as long as you one are making a good amount of money and two you homeschool your children you'd actually be safe from a lot of it. If you're not living in the major cities, because like genuinely, right, there's going to be some chaos in these in these countries very soon, right? In the UK, there's going to be protests. There's going to be like riot, genuine riots very soon. I'm telling you, right, you can mark my words within like a month or two months. There's going to be riots in, in London. There's going to be riots in, in some US thing. There's going to be an, another like looting scenario where a bunch of people are going to go overthrow the system and throw shit into like, shops and like, you don't loot all the shops and stuff. It's going to happen. But if you're not in the cities, you're going to be fine from it. So what I'm imagining is like some countryside house. It's like no one's looting there. You know, I'll be living amongst like old white people. I'll be like literally the only brown person there. I'll just be like some wealthy young couple who, you know, the, like little old people don't really understand what's going on here. Why, why I've moved over. But I think that that level of of control over your family. I know some people will think that's evil or something, but I think a father should have total control over his fan, family. I don't think the government should. It's only a new, like, new thing that the government controls the family more than the father does. This is only, like, a, a thing that's been happening for the last 50, 80 years. For all of humanity, the father raised 
the father was in charge of the family. And that's, I think, how I, how I can't see a way better than that. Now, of course, again, there's going to be some feminists watching this who's like, oh, but that's patriarchal and stuff. This is coming from a guy who's actually capable for this. This, you know, you might not be right. It, like, you could be like a good fan of mine, but you might not be. It's it's important for you to actually be honest. I'm not saying this to insult you, but you would have my respect if you did this. If you sat there with a pen and piece of paper and asked yourself, "Wait, would I actually be a good father? Would I pass on the generational trauma that I, my family has carried through our ancestors? Have I done enough work to stop that?" If the answer is yes, actually, you know what? Like, I'm not perfect, but certainly, like, I I am a good level of a man then you have my blessing if the answer is no then you can still make progress and if this is something that you think would be the most important part of your life is raising your children it's worth the effort this is why we think long term so we can set these goals and, and think okay what's the best life we could have it's the one that we raise uh, like a beautifully healthy family like a big family it's one where you're so polarized and in a loving secure attachment to your wife that you, you both don't even want to stop having children. And, and it's because, you know, you've also been successful because you've been working so hard, delaying gratification and, and pursuing high level careers and businesses that you've also got enough money. So it's like, okay, you're that weird family that's homeschooled, but the children are actually based, like your child's winning like MMA fights and stuff. And your, and your daughter's actually amazing at piano and she just loves it and everyone's present and, and no one even, well, like not, they've got, you know, eventually when your children grow up, they've got smartphones and stuff, but they don't even use them in a toxic way. And they still got good friends. They still go to like, you know, to boy scouts and they're still making friends there but of course you know you keep an eye out okay the you know there's most of the kids in like these clubs are still like raised by like normal people and so they're still you know their social skills are a lot worse than your child imagine that right you know people say oh homeschool like you know that would make your child's social skills worse i agree that on average if you just look at the homeschooled current children yeah okay their social skills are worse but when you imagine your children through the homeschooling period where you've taught them social skills you've you've put them through multiple courses of social skills and stuff right and you imagine taking them to like some sports class you could even imagine like the fucking brain dead moronic little kids next to them and your child is like literally the only one who's actually like healthy and able to communicate right so i don't think the social skills thing is like is an issue at all so this is where i've gotten up to in terms of the the country to live in i think we should base it on the first metric first of all of the, the homeschooling is like actually not just it's legal but that you're actually allowed to like not have like a set curriculum so that you can take your child and you know spend good time doing this this isn't something you do like at, at a whim there's going to be people who comment and they're going to state something obvious but like oh but you know you could mess up and, and school is a, is a systemized process it's like well yeah no shit bro you think i'm just going to suddenly just tell my child like oh yeah let's do this have you seen how organized i am bro every minute of my day is planned right I, i'm living at a military routine for the last three years as if it, that like i live almost like a, on a school timetable already like my calendar is just stacked every single day i know what i'm doing at every minute of the day so it's like I'm, I'm already accustomed to like the organization needed now and this isn't even to say i'm totally ready but that i'm getting closer to that focus first if you're if you're like me think of the countries that are available to you that have these homeschooling laws and then think of the other metrics that you need inside of that. Maybe you want to be somewhere safer. Maybe you want to be somewhere that it's going to have a stronger economy. Maybe you want to be, you know, you want some, some other variables. For me, straight away, like nature, and quite frankly, honestly, the English countryside is exactly what I've been like literally 
wanting for the last while to to be like this nature here is in my opinion it's, it's some of the best of the world like i, I traveled a li little bit not like a huge amount but i went to mexico i went to greece i went to amsterdam i went to dubai i went to thailand and their nature like their climates don't even compare to england's like the people overlook you know, it's so easy to just hate at a country. And I've been like in that headspace for a while. Like, you know, our UK is shit. It's Western. It's degenerate. But traveling like to five or whatever it was, like different countries, really made me feel grateful for what this country has. Like I was away for months living in Dubai, living in Thailand. You know, the, the, the fucking dream that sold to you. Like, oh yeah, escape the matrix, guys. Move to Thailand. As if as if the travel industry isn't part of the matrix, you fucking dumbass. Like all these people talking about like, oh yeah, move, move, move away to Thailand. Move away to Dubai. Escape the matrix it's like bro you do you think the travel industry isn't a part of the same fucking rat race that this dream which is sold to all of the chumps that we've taken of like oh you know like stop working so hard in the west and, and move over to thailand and you've got the freedom it's like you're still part of the matrix you dummy so and the grass is greener you go over to those places like for example with thailand and you might think oh but you know that's beautiful there bro people think that that's like the, the the ultimate place to go because it's so cheap no it's not no it's fucking not if you want to meet your same living standard, I've been to Thailand three times. I'm telling you right now, right? I've been for a total, like two months, two months, two months, right? If you want to match your standard of living, like let's say my standard of living, which, you know, I'm not ultra like wealthy or, or fancy, you know, if you've got like a pretty nice house and stuff in a safe neighborhood and whatever, right? If you want to match this in Thailand, it costs the same. But you know what, why people say Thailand and, and Bali is so cheap? Because you can be cheap over there. You can have rent for $200. You can go to this little shack this little little trailer thing which has got questionable health standards and pay one pound or one dollar or less than a dollar for a meal okay okay yeah sure sure but i want you to imagine right now in your home country if you went over to this random shack in the corner with questionable health standards you'd probably expect it for a dollar too wouldn't you and how about if you pay how much rent how much would you pay for rent in in a part of your your city that you're currently in. Imagine your city, your town, right? How much would you pay for the worst, to live in the worst part of that, where as soon as you walk out of your door, there's an open sewage, it smells like poo-poo, and there's a, literally a shack with corrugated iron, like like almost like a part of a shanty town to the left of you. And this isn't to criticize the Thai people, but it's just to say like, yeah, it's cheap there for some people if you want to live with low health standards, but if you want to match your, your like privileged living like living standards it costs the same honestly it costs like it was actually more expensive there because like for example you, you often don't have like the same kind of ways to cook and so you eat out more and then you spend more money at home it's like you know the whole family's under the same mortgage of like what 700 pounds a month whereas you, you you go stay in like you know the fancy airbnb in the villa and that's like two grand a month or something or you get a cheaper place and it's just worse of a quality of life so having experienced that and maybe I'll make a full video of like the countries I've traveled to and the lessons I've learned. Cause I think it's interesting. Like I, I wanted to be a digital nomad, you know, explore the world and see it was, it was for this, this purpose here of like seeing which country has it all and everything. One thing I'll tell you is don't even do that. Cause it's a waste of time to, you know, go travel to the countries and see if that's the place you want to raise your children. That's a bullshit feminine way to go and find out 
if that's where you should raise your children. You should you should find out these things, like, you know, where I should raise my child, where which country I should go to, purely with logic and research and data, not with how it feels when you go there. Because how it feels where you are is not, like, even, you know, I'm telling you Thailand's like this, but the truth is, you don't actually know anything about anything. When you go to a place and you think, oh, yeah, this is what Thailand's like. No, it's not. That's what the fucking three, like Alex Mosey says is, that's what, like, the three streets that you're on, that's the, what the three restaurants that you went to is. That's the, the two kilometers square mile that you've been in. So don't think that you can just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go travel the world for a bit, then I'll find out where to raise my children. No, no, no. You, you don't find these important decisions based on how it feels. You do them through rational logic, which you do all online. You literally just sit there in front of your computer and you just research. It's boring. It's not as cool and fun as saying like, yeah, I'm gonna go to Thailand to see if that's the place that I, it's supposed to be for me. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Dubai for a month just to see. You don't need to just to see. You, you literally can do all the, all the rational logic, logical research at home right now. It's not as sexy, but it gets the job done. This is where I'm currently at with my journey of becoming a father. I am quite bullish right now on England. I think England's the place to be for me. South Island has some thoughts in my mind because the the company tax is is lower there by a fair amount, by like 7%, so it's a fair amount. It's like 12.5% there, it's 19% here, and it's gonna go up soon in England as well. So it's like, I would probably save over 100 grand a year if I moved to South Island, but then there's other like taxes and stuff, so it's a bit like, it gets neutralized. So most likely, it's it's another case of grass is always greener. I think I'm just sticking to England, which is kind of anticlimactic because I traveled all over the world and I was so against the UK and stuff, but having literally based on this one metric, and if, if you can convince me, if there's any who can convince me otherwise that homeschooling is not as important as I believe it is that I'm, I'm genuinely open to hear it because that's that's what's in my mind is like I can't no one's been able to convince me otherwise the only good argument people or argument the people not even good argument is, is the social skills but I've destroyed that like 10 times I, there's no other reason I can think you know, people say like, oh, but uh, there was another comment of like, oh, but you know, it's the adversity. Like someone literally commented, no, but I wouldn't change it for anything because if I didn't get bullied in, in high school, then then I wouldn't be the person that I was. I was like, bro, I understand your line of thinking. You know, like if you change, if you go back in time and you change anything, then it's going to mess things up. I totally understand that. But to, to think that you shouldn't save your children through some, the major hardship that you went through I think it's silly. Like I've been autistically thinking about the hard times create strong men uh, paradigm, like the, the the cycle. And I certainly think, especially for our sons, but even our daughters, they should have challenges. They should have hard times. But you should do that in a controlled, organized way. You should put your son through a difficult life, through challenges, through signing him up for MMA, through taking him to the gym to you. And so he's used to, as a child, having this burning feeling of his muscles, through taking him on runs with you, through doing something challenging with him, like scouts and, and you know, setting him goals and competing with him. That's how you can have a hard life in a controlled, safe manner. I don't think we should think like, oh, but you know, school's really hard and it's traumatic and then the kids have to, to, to spend, waste years of their lives memorizing for these tests that don't mean anything. That's it. That's all I've got so far. This is the... We can say the first episode of this new series, which will last for probably the rest of my life, which is becoming a father. 
if you want to follow along with that journey then you know where to find it i'll organize it into like a playlist of the lessons that i'm learning on this journey and and if you expect to join this journey soon you don't have to like you know be a, ready to be a father right now but if you think that it's going to be the most like probably the most important part of your life and you're going to be your father within five years or something from now you can somewhat imagine that certainly you still have other boxes to check off first you want to make sure you know i i did the other stuff first i've built up the income the the character the skills that even levels of like spirituality social skills presence and everything right so I've, and i'm again i'm not like some amazing you know flawless guy i'm a working project and i'm i've got a lot of work to do I've, I've got to work on myself for the rest of my life i know this i'm a student for the rest of my life i know this i think this is going to be the best journey that we go on do the hard work fuck my brain just stopped then <laughs> i was gonna say do the hard times i was like oh hard times great strong man <laughs> do the hard work especially when you don't feel like it Mwah.